This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Scripture. I'm going to read it out of the Passion Bible, so you probably don't have that translation, so it would be a good opportunity to not compare it to the one that you're in. Verse number 7, it says, Those who are loved by God, let His love continually pour from you to one another, because God is love. Everyone who loves is fathered by God and experiences an intimate knowledge of Him. The one who doesn't love has yet to know God, for God is love. The light of God's love shined within us when he sent his matchless Son into the world so that we might live through him. This is love. He loved us long before we loved him. It was his love, not ours. He proved it by sending his Son to be the pleasing sacrificial offering to take away our sins. I like this phrase, and it's unique to the Passion Bible. It says, delightfully loved ones. If he loved us with such tremendous love, then loving one another should be our way of life. No one has ever gazed upon the fullness of God's splendor. But if we love one another, God makes his permanent home in us, and we make our permanent home in him. And his love is brought to its full expression in us, And he has given us his spirit within us so that we can have the assurance that he lives in us and that we live in him. Moreover, we have seen with our own eyes and can testify to the truth that Father God has sent his son to be the savior of the world. Those who give thanks that Jesus is the son of God live in God and God lives in them. We have come into an intimate experience with God's love. And we trust in the love that he has for us. Say, I trust in the love he has for me. God is love. Those, no, I'll, thank you. All right. Okay, I'm going to dictate this, period. Now I'm going to read. God is love. And those who are living in love are living in God. And God lives through them. By living in God, love has been brought to its full expression in us so that we may fearlessly face the day of judgment. Because all that Jesus now is, so are we in this world. Now, now think about that for just a, a moment. You know, uh, God loves you the same way that he loves Jesus. Amen. There's not two measures of God's love. God is love. And when God loves, he loves all, wholly, completely. Amen. And now remember, he loved us way before we loved him. God God loved us while we were way far off. Amen. Now that we're near, you know, how much more should we be aware of that same love? It's unchanging. There's nothing you can do that's ever going to stop God or diminish God's love for you. Amen. All right. 
God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Everybody say the world. So God loves those folks you find it hard to love. I got a few of those. Anybody have any of those? Amen. You know, sometimes you just come face to face in Walmart with those people. And it's okay. Just love. Just love like God loves. Amen. Amen. Love never brings fear, for fear is always related to punishment. But love's perfection drives the fear of punishment far from our hearts. Whoever walks constantly afraid of punishment has not reached love's perfection. Our love for others is our grateful response to the love God first demonstrated to us. Amen. Now, living uh, the love. I want to. I want to break it down into two two things. I heard these two uh, words. Uh, and words are important, you know. If you'll be listening, God will speak to you. He, he wants to talk to us. Amen. These two words, forgiven and free. Forgiven and free. You know, there's a fearlessness in being forgiven. You know, God is for you. He forgave us. And he forgives us. Uh, forgiveness is an absolute completed work. It's done. You know, God forgave, so we are forgiven. All is forgiven. But now freedom is a constant continuum in our life. It's possible that we can live in forgiveness but not in freedom. It's, it, it's very possible to live in forgiveness within the circle of forgiveness, but still no freedom from the thing that you have to keep being forgiven of. <clears throat> God, wholeness is forgiven and free. We're free from fear we're forgiven, but we're also free to follow, to know that we're forgiven. But don't stop at forgiveness. We need to follow on to know that we're free, that there's a freedom. Hosea uh, 6 chapter, and I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Bible. Um, I've got it marked here so it would be in short order, hopefully. Yeah, the Amplified Bible, uh, Hosea, here we go, 6. It says, come, verse 1, says, come and let us return to the Lord, for he has torn so that he may heal us, he has stricken so that he may bind us up. After two days he will revive us, quicken us, give us life, and on the third day he will raise us up that we may live before him. It's tremendous, you know, uh, talking about the resurrection of Jesus and these types of Things, but also I'm going to tell you, you know, keep, just keep it real short, Lisa. I mean, don't go, you know, more than two days. Expect at least on the third day, you know, uh, uh, you know, for something good to happen to you. <laughs> you know, uh, there I used to just run, you know, uh, just uh, um, 
repentance was, I keep saying over and over and over again, God, I'm sorry, God, I'm sorry, God, I'm sorry, waiting for some kind of a feeling. And sometimes it would take way more than two or three days. I mean, I felt like I had to do repentance, you know, the way some religious things teach repentance that that you know you somehow have to get good enough or reach that feeling that you're forgiven you're forgiven before it ever happened you were forgiven what we're looking for then is the freedom amen are you listening hallelujah all right so you know uh i look at this come and return every day i'm gonna i'm gonna return to this word and i'm gonna spend time with god and i'm gonna uh, do some things here. Listen, it says, yes, let us know, recognize, be acquainted with, and understand him. Let us be zealous to know the Lord, to appreciate and give heed to and cherish him. His going forth is prepared and certain as the dawn, and he will come to us as the heavy rain, as the latter rain that waters the earth. Now, he's talking to Ephraim, but really this is the house of Israel, of whom we are called the spiritual house of God, the people of God. He says, what shall I do with you, says the Lord? O Judah, what shall I do with you? For your wavering love and kindness are like the night mist and like the dew that goes uh, goes early away. Therefore, I have hewn down and smitten them by means of the prophets. I have slain them by the words of my mouth. My judgments pronounced upon them by you prophets are like the light that goes forth. Now look at this. Now listen. Listen, he says the words are like light that goes forth. Understanding. You know, God don't despise when God corrects us. He instructs us. And he'll keep saying the, thing, the same thing and bring a correction to our life because he loves us. Says it's the child that he loves that he corrects. People get all wild and crazy, you know, uh, fatherless, motherless. You ever seen children? They, all they're, they're acting out because they don't know anybody loves them. They're asking, do you love me? Give me some boundaries. Somebody instruct me. Give, you know, ever how. You know, and here's and here's the levels. You know, if you can just hear words only, fine. fine. You know, my experience has been is that is that you know there had to be a little more correction in my life and others. And this is how God does that: is that He will uh, people will talk to you. God will talk to you. Circumstances will talk to you. But but the consequences of our choices is the last result of how God wants life to instruct us. You've heard people say the school of hard knocks. I don't recommend enrollment there. The tuition's too high and you get very little for the education sometimes. There's a better way. Are you listening? You don't, we don't have to go through everything. A wise person can look at a fool and say, I'm not going to do that now. The end of that is not good. Moving right along, okay. Now listen, all I said is that is that thank God that he will, you know, uh, sometimes allow our little kingdom to fail in order for his kingdom to succeed. Listen, he says, For I desire and delight in dutiful, steadfast love and goodness, not sacrifice. Not always saying, you know, God, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, but there's no change in our life. We find no freedom. 
uh, and the knowledge. He said, this is what I desire to light in, in steadfast love and goodness and the knowledge of and acquaintance with God more than burnt offerings. God wants us to know him yes. and know that he is love and that he loves us and we're, we're, you know, we're forgiven. But he also wants us to know that we're free. Now, I understand, you know, uh, you know, many, many times, you know, we're claiming stuff uh, by faith. Uh, but the end of our believing needs to be receiving. Amen. Let's turn over here to John because, you know, Jesus, uh, you know, a lot of times the Bible says by two or three witnesses. Amen. Well, I believe the first witness for me is going to be the New Testament. The second witness for me is going to be the Old Testament. The third witness for me is going to be the Holy Ghost sharing the truth of both of those, that this is all God's book. There's some of it just simply been fulfilled. I thank God I didn't have to bring a lamb this morning. Amen. Jesus is the lamb of God, but it's all good for me. Are you listening? Amen. But those are the two things. I mean, there needs to be, there needs to be the witness of, uh, you know, the word and the spirit. Amen. And the uh, the Old Testament is good. The New Testament is good. Amen. But the New Testament is first. And you'll find all through the New Testament that Paul and different ones quoted the Old Testament. So did Jesus. Amen. Now listen, in light of Hosea, let's look at what Jesus said. It says, so Jesus, uh, John eight thirty one. says, so Jesus said to those Jews who had believed in him, if you abide in my word, hold fast to my teaching, and live in accordance with them, you are truly my disciples. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Then they answered him, we're Abraham's officer. They got religious and all riled up. Religion gets riled up whenever you, you're trying to help them. You know, he wasn't being offensive. He just said, listen, you know. But now I want to qualify that just a little bit uh, because, you know, uh, love is appropriate, all right? They said, we're Abraham's offspring, descendants, and have never been in bondage to anybody. Now listen, the nation is under the control of the Roman government. They're living in all these rules and regulations. And I mean, you know, I mean, they're more concerned with how you wash your hands. And Anyhow, all right, we've never been in bondage to anybody. What do you mean by saying you will be set free? Jesus said to them, I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, whoever commits and practices sin is a slave of sin. He goes, you are in a perpetual circle and cycle of needing, of needing to reiterate over and over and over again forgiveness. Yeah. And the, the thing of it was is they could, they could receive the covering over, but they couldn't receive the remission. It couldn't be taken away because only Jesus could do that. Yeah. Amen. The freedom totally that God had for them the Bible says the blood and the ritual sacrifice could, uh, had to be done and over and over because it could not clear the consciousness of sin. It couldn't take away the constant consciousness of sin. But now the blood of Jesus cleanses our consciousness of sin. Amen. I'm not trying not to, I'm not trying not to sin. I'm trying to obey. I don't get up every day, you know, afraid, fearful that if I do something wrong, God's going to punish me. Amen. I'm not I'm not believing and trusting in the love. You know, if I do something wrong, I'm forgiven. 
but I'm looking for freedom. Is it possible to live free from sin? Absolutely. But first free from the consciousness of sin. You know, if you come here every week and we pound you up and, and beat you upside the head every week and reiterate sin, you, you know, this is wrong, that's wrong, you're wrong, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, well, whatever we preach, we're going to have faith for. You know, well, you're just a bunch of sinners saved by grace. Just get saved by grace. Forget the sinner stuff. Amen. The good news is you're not that person anymore. The good news is you can get born again. The good news is, I mean born again. You were born a sinner, but you're born again now right with God. You were born again loved by God. Amen. You're loved while you're a sinner, but when you get born again, you trust in that love and you are now a new creation. You, you have a whole new life, not a new leaf, honey, a new life. And if you do sin, you have an advocate with the Father who did everything for you, get on everything. Amen. Every sin you ever did, you'll ever do. Are you listening? Forgiven. Now find the freedom, though, from it. Now well, here's what he said. He goes, he goes, he's dealing with these folks. He goes, if you'll get past your jack religious attitude, all right, that you don't have no need in your life, you know, that you're already free, he goes, I'm telling you. He goes, look at what's happening. You're just sinning. And getting forgiveness. Sinning. You're, you think about sin all the time. You're judging me that I'm a sinner. <laughs> Amen. You know what? Funny thing about religion, it'll run you all the way over to the thing where everybody else is a sinner but you. <laughs> Moving right along. All right. Praise the Lord. Anyhow. All right. We got to finish here. All right. <laughs> he said, You got to continue in my word. Because you got to be listening to me. You, got, you, you, you have to take seriously this, this following on to know me. To get acquainted with me. To have intimate relationship with me. We do life together. Amen. Amen. But we do it with the word. Because this word is truth. Amen. See, love will tell you the truth. Yes. Love won't lie to you. Love will tell you the truth. Amen. All right. The Message Bible says it this way. Then Jesus turned to the Jews who had claimed to believe in him. If you stick with this, living out what I tell you, you are my disciples for sure. Then you will experience for yourselves the truth, and the truth will free you. Let me read out of the Passion Bible, and then we'll be done real quick here. All right, The Passion Bible says it like this. Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, when you continue to embrace all that I teach, you prove that you are my true followers. For if you embrace the truth, it will release more freedom into your life. Is there more freedom than what we're experiencing right now? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Amen. Free from every, every plan, scheme, strategy of the devil to keep you in the circle of just forgiven. And there are folks that wander, or that live their entire life in that circle, you know, of repeating the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Listen, you know. See, <clears throat> it, it's 
It's time. Let me say this, all right? And then we'll be done with this. Breakthrough. If we're in, if we only live in the circle of forgiveness when, when there's freedom for our lives, there's both. Breakthrough, according to what we've just read, is in the follow-through. The breakthrough is in the follow-through. Amen. Now, what's he, what, it's contingent. He goes, if you continue. If you, if you get into the continuum of hearing the truth, embracing the truth, applying the truth. Then you'll break out of the circle of doing the same thing over and over again. God, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. This will apply to everything in our life. Amen. You know, I used to. You know, I used to. You know, uh, really, just you know, ugly, mean, nasty. You know, person sometimes, and I'd take that. I'd get ugly with Sandy. You know, and I remember, you know, there were times where she'd say, "Now listen," and I've said the same thing to her. I said, "Now here's the thing, you know, you know, I really don't, you know, I love you, and you're forgiven, okay, you know, but there comes a point in time, you know, where we need to get free from this kind of stuff. You know, our our marriage is not going to be a battlefield. We're supposed to have peace in our home. Amen." You know, I I made up my mind that, you know, it's not my job, you know, uh, uh, to come and do battle every Sunday with folks who don't want to change. Amen. I'm not aiming at those kind of folks. If there's just one or two people that want change, here it is. (laughs) Amen. Are you listening? So that, you know, anyhow, that's so much better. Because you find out the truth and you realize it don't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be a constant, you know, uh, you know, conflict with, you know, I do the same thing. Like Paul said, and we're not alone in that. Paul said, he goes, I don't understand. He said, I want to do good. He goes, but when the law is being applied to my life, he said, and the devil uses that law, he goes, I keep doing what I don't want to do. He goes, who is going to give me freedom? And he said, thank God it'll be Jesus. It's just, it's, it's, thank God that Paul didn't stick, you know, and say, well, I'm a Pharisee of the Pharisee. I've trained by Gamil. I've done all of this and everything like that. Thank God. He said, you know what? That's just a bunch of garbage. He said, I'm going to continue to follow on and know the Lord personally for myself and found a freedom, didn't he? Amen. All right. The, say this with me, say, my breakthrough, my breakthrough is in, in the follow-through. Now you've, now you've, you've been given the seed. But seed won't produce anything for you if you don't follow through. 
with the process that it takes to produce that freedom in your life. Amen. Now, if you're looking for a reason to come to church, that would be a good one. Continue in my word. If you're here looking for a reason not to come to church, you know, oh well, you're forgiven. You'll always be forgiven. You'll always be loved, but you may never be free. Pastor Ron's going to come. I know we've had a lot going on here. Uh, today, amen. I want to ask you, uh, I want to ask you this. Do, do you know the truth for yourself? See, you know love's forgiveness. Let me encourage you to, let's expand that circle for your life so that you can know love's freedom. Because love did both. Amen. Here's a litmus test for our life, you know. Oh, there's, there, there are, there are some things, you know, that it's like sitting in the boat in the storm and we're trying so hard, so hard to make some progress to just not be here but to you know obey God and to get to the other side to, you know uh, but there, there there are some things that unless we accept him doing it differently this time that we'll never find the freedom amen to know and to experience God in the greater measures. I think about Peter, you know, uh, and I like this, he said, God, if it's you, it, fear was everywhere. Yeah. You know, but he's looking for faith. Yeah. God, if, Lord, if that's you, Faith is not, you know, uh, conquering every fear and everything's perfect. Faith is stepping over the edge of fear, beyond fear and saying, even if I sink, he's, he's not going to let me drown. Even if I make a mistake, God is more and better than my mistakes. Because the biggest mistake of my life you know, was staying a sinner. Amen. Was staying in that circle where, you know, I needed forgiveness, but I didn't even know I needed it, never received it. Let's pray this prayer together. You know, you can go to church and be in church, but but not ever be the church you can come to God's house and it never be your house See? 
You can hear about Jesus, but never have Jesus. You can see Jesus in other people, but he wants to live inside of you. So let's, I pray you'd open your heart today a little wider, a little more. Let God a little further uh, in, because there's a freedom for you. Amen. There's a freedom for me in knowing the truth, Jesus. Lord, you came to tell us the truth, show us the truth. You declared you are the truth. You are the truth and the way and the life. Now, Lord, we yield ourselves to you. We surrender ourselves uh, to you. We just say, yes, Lord. Come into my heart and come into my life and change me from the inside out. Lord, I know I need to be forgiven, but I'm, I also want to be free. God, I want to be free. Free from shame, free from guilt, free from torment, free from fear of you, of myself, of what others are doing or might think. Let's pray this prayer together. Say, Jesus, here I am. I want to be free. I accept your forgiveness. I thank you I'm forgiven. Now, Lord, I'll follow you. I'll follow through to know you. And thank you that you will set me free. For whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.